0: Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists.
1: Welcome everyone to The Marvelists presents Legal Counsel, a She-Hulk attorney at law podcast. I'm Peter Melnick and I'm Eddie Wilson. And joining us on the other end of the tin can string, we are joined with Mr. Mean Streak himself, Mean Streak Matt. Matt Cascone, good evening.
2: Good evening, gentlemen. Glad to be here.
1: Same here. Likewise. So today we are talking about the premiere episode of good old Shulky, the good old Jade Giantess on the award-winning Disney Plus, and it is episode number one, season one. Well, just in that... Uno. Eddie, did you just turn into Sylvester Stallone? No, you just reversed it there. Episode one, season one. Yeah, I wanted to do that. I wanted to keep you on your toesies, Eddie. A normal amount of rage. And you know, speaking of green, by the way, uh, we did not do a uh, "I Am Groot" podcast. Eh. Did, Eddie, did you watch it? No, it's okay. It's I have like, to get to that. There's literally five shorts. They're five minutes in length each. It's okay. Does he show any growth? Direct? <sighs> well, yeah. The time lapse thing? Technically, yeah. In the first one, he does. But cool. I wanted to no sell your joke, Eddie. But oh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie.
2: Well, Disney's been doing those, like those little shorts. They've done them with The Simpsons. They do them with all the Pixar movies. They just feel like extras you would put in a DVD or Blu-ray special edition. But I guess they don't have one for Guardians, so they just threw it on the uh, Disney Plus app. I guess that's the new the new thing going forward.
1: And I know they just did it for uh, Baymax as well on uh, Disney Plus. So who knows?
2: I thought that was getting a whole a full-blown series.
1: I did, too. And then I remember um, going on, like, Disney Plus one day, and, like, it says Baymax coming. And I text my girlfriend, and she's like, yeah, it's coming to Disney Plus. Can't wait. And she goes, but it's just shorts. And I'm like, oh. 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 Oh, 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 oh. Before I
0: forget to ask later, how many episodes is She-Hulk
1: supposed to be? Uh, it's six, isn't it? No. Really? No, yeah.
2: They're... The the shows so far are mostly six, but they're hour long episodes. She Hulk is thirty minute episodes, so it's going to be more, it's going to be more than six episodes. Give me a sec, I'll just Google it.
0: Oh, there okay, yeah, I'm Google. googling it as well. You Google and I'll tell you that episode one synopsis says Jen Walters's world is turned upside down after a freak accident leaves her with superpowers.
2: I just remember specifically that it was going to be more than six. Something it's, around a nine.
1: Yeah, it's going to be nine. That's going to be a fun one because episode eight is going to be taking place during New York Comic Con weekend. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think I think we'll get through it. I think we can. I
1: think we can. But you know, now I'm realizing, ah, oh, shit, we got to record that weekend. It'll be a post
0: Comic Con recap. No, it'll thingy. be during
1: probably. All right. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. Recording an episode is is kind of time he's doing i thought you were just complaining that you'd have to watch it during oh no
1: no i'm fine with that it's just now i'm realizing that what we'll probably do is i'll be recording in uh casa de matt that day
2: (laughs) You're, you're more than welcome Yes, to record and even watch the episode at my place no worries
1: now in regards to this episode first off let's just get the uh the green elephant out of the way in regards to uh early reaction to this show uh you know, when I say early reaction, I mean by neckbeards on the internet who uh, saw a woman in a TV show, so they had to review Bomb It. Ooh, boy. So what? Dad? They literally would go on, like, IMDb. They'd go on all the different websites and, like, give it one-star reviews, negative reviews. Like, this is the worst thing ever without even watching it. So <sighs> it, it's kind yeah, of – it's it's an element of get a life, you know? So. definitely
2: use your time more productively um yeah like the initial reactions I heard were like all very positive like hey this is a really funny show but it's really good and then today what I was mainly reading was like yeah 30 year old dudes are are complaining on the internet and review bombing it and it's just like uh it's a it's a, it, it's a it's a show this is why we can't have nice things
1: well, not, well the funniest thing was this like in the weeks leading up to it it was non-stop comments on you know like if you go on Facebook and, like, I realize that's where my first problem was, you know, going on there and seeing in the comments sections of, like, comicbook.com or, like, Entertainment Weekly or this and that and, like, seeing in the comments just, like, the overall cringe comments and it's, like, we, we get it, you know, touch grass, buddy. It's, like, there – and, you know, it's – because it's also green, too, so –
2: <laughs> Unless
1: the grass is dead, then you know, you got to like fertilize your lawn. But, oh,
2: dude, yeah, there's a water problem here on Long Island in, in Suffolk County. Like, so many brown, you know, grasses out there. Is there a brown hulk?
1: I don't know. I don't think there is. I know there's gray hulk. And later, red. And purple if you're watching uh, the one character from Dexter's Laboratory. I
2: feel like we're going to have a rainbow hulk by the end of all of it. Not that there's anything wrong with that.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with man. <laughs> I don't know. Jerry, how did you get in here? If there was any... Come- Open the door! It was unlocked. <laughs> it was unlocked. <laughs> what a mistake. But in regards to, uh, you know, the early reaction, the early reaction of a non-reaction, if that makes sense, it just makes me laugh in regards to the fact of all of these characters that you're really gonna bitch about like my favorite thing also was they're pushing an agenda yet again a she hulk what are they gonna do next and it's like uh listen buddy i don't know how to break it to you unless you've been in a coma for the last 40 years um as eddie holds in his pretty much as eddie holds in his hands a reprint of the first appearance of she hulk which came out in when eddie 1980 yeah so unless you've been in a coma for the last 42 years First off, those medical bills must be expensive mm. Two, uh, in regards to, you know, being so oblivious to that it's like, no, just you're getting outraged for the sake of just wanting to be outraged, you know, and it's it's cringy. It's very cringy. But I also found it really funny that it took 42 years and I'm disregarding animated stuff when I say this, but it took 42 years for this character to debut on the medium she was originally intended for. Mm-hmm. because when She-Hulk was created in the uh, Savage She-Hulk story the Savage She-Hulk uh, series by the late great Stan Lee that was actually intended because CBS CBS was the one that aired uh, uh, Hulk back in the day right? Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno yes they would air it on CBS and CBS was saying hey we need a you know a female lead on the show as well can you make oh, oh I don't know a uh, She-Hulk and then Stan's just like hey what should we call it I don't know She-Hulk nah that's terrible Say we should call it She Hulk. I just said that. <laughs> You're fired. No. <laughs> but l-
0: <laughs> if there's any complaint that I that I had or a discrepancy, which is not really an argument per se, because it fits the format, the medium of the television show, is how in this new Disney Plus series she acquires her greenness. Different for sure from the comic book,
1: but I think it works. It- works well. I was like, when I saw the whole, you know, the scraped skin and everything, and the blood dripping in, I'm like, that's incredibly gross. <laughs> but that makes perfect sense of how it would be done because it's over the top weirdness, it's wackiness to do the whole. I'm gonna get a blood transfusion. Why? Because
2: you get shot by some gangsters. That's
1: right. So I, I think the idea of like the new version, it makes perfect sense because you also have. Because it's a sitcom. This is a sitcom, and you know the whole usage of sitting, having the characters talking back and forth, and it makes perfect sense for the venue of where the accident's going to happen is in a car. How does this happen? Boom, boom, boom! Falls down, blood in the wound. Whatever. Now she's going for
2: yeah, yeah. You know, well, we were, talk- we were talking about the blood transfusion. I guess technically there still was one from the standpoint that after the wreck, when when Bruce gets her back to his hideout he uses her blood on him to heal his his arms. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of still there, just I think it's used in a way more interesting uh, way.
0: Oh, it is. And even before we get, or by the time we get to this point in the episode, I've already caught on to two things. Uh, Early in the beginning, well, besides the fact that Jen is talking fourth wall style to the audience, like, let's get you caught
1: up. I love that. I love that they're doing the John Byrne stuff because... If you have not had the opportunity, check out the sensational She-Hulk from, I believe, uh, 1989, right, Eddie? Sounds about right. That run is phenomenal, and as a matter of fact, if you go on uh, Comixology, the whole run is on sale right now for, like, pennies on the dollar. So oh, okay. if you want to read it, give it a shot now. But in regards to that whole, you know, breaking the fourth wall thing, again, all of the clueless people out there, they're thinking, oh, a She-Hulk? How many out there do you, have you seen, either of you, in regards to the people going on saying, she's ripping off Deadpool because I'm waiting for that. Like, I I think I've seen one or two, and then just people immediately just shot them down. It was pretty great to watch. But regular TV does that now, or has done but it But, even, but possibly in, before. But in the movies and in the in the MCU in general. That's what we're getting at. Like, they're thinking it's that, you know? Maybe, but... It's like, I okay.
2: haven't seen it yet, uh, but, yeah, I have. again, I'm waiting for it as well. Like, it's definitely coming, but, I mean, obviously they've been doing with she-hulk and it is a classic you know sitcom trope as well so it fits in two different styles i mean i doubt she's going to tell us to buy her comic book or else she'll rip up all her x-men but yeah you know it's still it's, i like the way they presented it in this like they did it in the beginning and then she did it like once uh further on in the episode and we'll get there but like even the way she did it the second time she's like not quite sure of herself yet, which I thought was like kind of
0: fun. Oh, absolutely, and you know, you see this if you've seen how Deadpool did it, break the fourth wall. It immediately conjures that up, at least to myself. And you're like, oh, okay, she's doing this now too. Copycat? No, I'm not thinking that at all. I'm just thinking she can use this tool, if you will, as well. So good, I like that. But I think it's very it
2: good. longer. So
0: yeah, and also the term that uh, what's her name, Nikki? I think her. Uh, co-worker, partner, etc., said savage Jen Walters. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's an Easter egg kind of
1: sort of right to the first title. I love it, how Eddie's essentially in the corner going, I'm going to get that reference.
0: I did. I did. <laughs> I mean, I pulled the line that said, what did she say, the the unsp- the unseen but spoken line, those with the most power have the most to answer for. And that may come back, you know, later, later down the line. But the other thing I wanted to mention is with this car rollover accident, you know cuz you know the random spaceship comes at you you want to avoid hitting
1: it i suppose and i love that it was a, it was a Sakar.
0: that's it's what si- got
1: me i'm just like wow like i love how even the cosmic elements of marvel are represented in here and yeah. if you're if you've read the dan slot run from i think 2004 ish they bring up a lot of the cosmic stuff in there as well so to see that and involve you know with this i love that link
0: the first thing I thought of, though, with the coloring of that spaceship, because you saw it briefly, was of um, the um,
1: Star-Lord yeah, ship. The yeah, the Milano. Thank the Milano, thank you. The Milano or the Benatar or the other one. I don't know what the other one is called. Berit! Like... No, sorry. Stop that.
0: Forgot but... you were here. No, he called it, uh, Bruce called it, yeah, Secorian Class A Courier Craft. But what I was yep. getting back, yeah, is, is the fact that with the car or van rollover, and Jen out first. I thought she was going to try and do a lift. Instead, she you know was able to open the door. And I thought of how Incredible Hulk TV show, Bill Bixby, those scenes of him losing his wife to a car wreck and getting the strength. That's so that, be that why had shades that. of that into, into there. I thought it's, yeah. an,
1: it's a nice reference and it's a nice homage to what the original source material is, and or you know earlier iterations. Mm-hmm. And. Now that, you know, this is the first time Hulk has been involved in a live-action show in a long, long time, do you think if we see Ruffalo's character again in the near future, potentially on this show, how likely do you think we'll get a Bixby-Ferrigno reference? Very. Matt, what about you?
0: It's not out of the realm of possibility.
2: I mean, good question. I don't think we've had one since 2008 right with lou frigno as the security guard in ed, ed norton's incredible hulk movie yep and they were also and also you got bixby in that as well they were watching a show with bixby on the te- on the television so i mean they're definitely do i would say they're absolutely do but do i think they're going to actually do it I, I i can't say i i it, it can go either way easily for me
1: I'd love to see a scene with her walking away as the sad hulk music plays and then she just turns to the camera and goes no we're not doing this we're not doing this. That's nice. Yeah. That wouldn't be yeah. So. Yeah,
0: that wouldn't be bad either. But I like that the be... way Yeah, go ahead, Matt.
2: No, I'm just saying I agree that would be funny, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I like the way that they can meaning the producers of the show can just drop stuff in and it's like oh this happened while you weren't looking or whatever was going on, you know, during the blip uh t- what Tony
1: or, Some point, oh, I love that relationship where we're talking about the whole thing of he's building the tiki bar and everything, and makes the comment of the lab underneath, <laughs> and he hated uh, Steve. Just that line of Tony hated Steve. <laughs> he was so upset with him, and it's like, and then you hear that little element of these, and it's that real sobering, you know, realization as they're talking. It's like these characters are no more. Right. Like they're the way they're talking about them in the past tense. You can talk about somebody in the past tense. But then when you add that underlying element of the reason we're talking about them in the past tense is uh, kind of sad. Mm, oh, right. why? Oh, They dropped their ice cream cone? No, no, no. A little, a little worse than that, yeah. Oh, much worse. And when and who developed that uh, they dropped their pudding. inhibitor
0: to keep uh, Bruce human? And that contributes to, or at least he mentions the inhibitor. Maybe he cuts himself from the rollover accident and that's why he's bleeding or or not, just got tossed around. Even with a seatbelt on, but that's mentioned twice in you know that part of the episode.
2: And of course, you know what else gets mentioned in that part of the episode.
0: Mm, go ahead.
2: The 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 uh, the fan theory Jen has that Captain America is in fact the Virgin.
1: Yes, that's right. That just comes out of uh, wherever. I'm so... I Well, it comes out of the penis, Eddie, but... Um.
2: Oh,
0: wow! <laughs> but, Holy... <laughs> Let
1: me see if this is going to work. Naughty,
0: naughty, naughty. Yeah, but that's it, exactly working. In okay.
1: regards to uh, that whole element, I love that we're actually acknowledging that. You know, the whole... Uh, because that is something on the internet people have wondered over the years, like, did our, did our, did our boy get some? Did Steve, you you Okay.
2: Yes did, did he, he in fact sleep with um, your favorite character's grandmother
0: <laughs> So <laughs> well you know not quite wrong there mm-hmm. I think
1: I think do it's
2: we want, do we want to go into that one or or, or, or do our, do our, does our audience know does our audience not know i uh, go for it So in the first Captain America movie there's the montage scene of him doing all the shows to get like war bonds and whatnot. And uh, specifically, there's one woman that stops to get Steve's autograph, and he, she kind of catches his eye, and she's even in the credits as like you know, autograph girl. The actress who played autograph girl also played Peter Quill's mother in Guardians of the Galaxy. So there's the there's the running joke that hmm. that's totally the woman that Steve slept with, and so that so it, therefore. Steve either slept with uh, Star-Lord's grandmother or Steve is, in fact, Star-Lord's grandfather.
0: <laughs> okay, and
1: I'll leave that one out. With that whole uh, recurring bit throughout the episode, what got me laughing was the very end where we have the post-credits scene going a little bit ahead, but just the way... It's all the way ahead. The, Come the, on. The <laughs> way Hulk makes the comment of, in 1943, like, the way he just so dramatically talks about yes. Steve had sex. It's He's like, lost wow. Virginia in
0: 1943 I lo- on the USO tour.
1: He sounded like a documentarian. Like, yes. this is in the middle of everything. <laughs> That's exactly right. Ken Burns is going to stop by and just go, well, we you know, we got some footage. You're like, you know, have it set to soft, <laughs> quiet music. To which Jen he just says...
2: Preferred the way he referred to Steve, he did not refer to him in past tense. Like, he didn't say... Steve wasn't a virgin. He said Steve is not a virgin, so we can maybe assume that Steve oh. Rogers is still alive. Yeah,
1: because
0: yeah, yeah. This show is brought to you by our Patreon. Go to patreon.com/slash/theMarvelists, and on the three-dollar tier, you'll get access to episodes early and ad-free. The five-dollar tier gets you our two bonus shows: one, Fantastic Voyage where we dissect and just talk about the 102 issues, one by one, although if it's a storyline more than one at a time, of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's amazing, incredible, spectacular, invincible, and fantastic run of the Fantastic Four, the world's greatest comic magazine. And two, you haven't read that? A show dedicated to the comic books that I haven't read yet. Some Marvel, some DC, all fun. And on the $8 tier, Pick a topic of your choosing, not a topping of your choice, or perhaps you can be a guest on The Marvelists. Above all else, we thank you for your continued support.
1: First off again, you know, it's it's that cliche thing of, but we never saw the body, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. So there is that, but also the only thing about Steve Rogers in this universe, he just got old. It's not, it doesn't mean he's automatically dead, oh, he's already dead to us, I'm still alive. Oh, so man, I can still hear his voice today. You asshole, I'm over here. <laughs> well, everyone thinks everyone
2: thinks he died during Endgame.
1: Correct. Yeah. So there there's just so much in regards to uh that element of the humor in this episode. And I wanted to get about talk about the humor in this show so far. And also rewinding minorly back about the uh the fourth wall breaking jokes. I love how They utilize fourth wall breaking jokes, but they don't do them so over the top or so much. Because to be completely honest, when I heard that they were going to do, you know, fourth wall breaking jokes, I'm like, and mind you, this is just the first episode, so we don't know all of what's coming. Mm. But one or two, you know, fourth wall breaking jokes in an episode, that'll do. You're not, you know, throwing so many on the viewer.
2: Yeah, if I'm correct, she only did it twice. Correct. Yep. So I just like the first time was as She-Hulk like she even seemed like she surprised herself when she did it when they were rebuilding the bar
1: oh with the uh, little turnaround and Hulk notices she talked
2: yeah mm-hmm. I thought that was a cute. that was a nice touch
1: I enjoyed it for the fact it kind of reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in the uh, opening credits when you see uh, Groot dancing to uh, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he has to stop because Drax notices him and he hates you know Drax and him they got heat So <laughs> they got heat See, yeah, you're
0: talking about why uh, when she uh, she Hulk is is roaring a couple of
1: times or so, she says, "Why are you talking to me like I'm a stray horse?" Oh, the horse line was absolutely perfect. Like again, yeah. that was one that caught me off guard. And like that, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> "Whoa, girl! Whoa!"
1: And then he even does a little <laughs> kind of thing to the, her. The other comment that he makes is in regards to I have you know. I'm give I'm uh, have I have lullabies sung to me, and it's like you just see the look on her face, like, what is wrong with you?
2: <laughs> well, she's clearly having a different experience as the Hulk than than he had, and that's definitely hard for him to grasp. Like he's ready to hunker down, you know, uh, and you know take care of her because he doesn't want to hear her experiencing all the terrible things he did, but. Like it's like she says later on in the episode,
1: we're not the same. And by the way, in regards to this episode, one little Easter egg that uh, you may or may not have noticed. The Led Zeppelin T-shirt. Yes. Well, I actually did enjoy that, the fact that they have that, because that's a callback to Ragnarok. Okay, sure. Because of the sure. uh, immigrant song in Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok, so yep. I like that there's little things they connect with these characters. Like, that's like, you're going to associate now Thor or not Thor, uh, Hulky with with uh, She Hulkie, yeah, what? Sh- Shulky and you know regular Hulky, but with Led Zeppelin. I love that. Yeah. But anyway, so one of the things that you may or may not have noticed, another well, real
2: quick, real quick about the Led Zeppelin shirt, I thought, I thought, I figured that was Tony's shirt because he wore, you know, like Black Sabbath. Mm. And that's DCC, true. And they built the the and we also had the um, the Ultron mask there. So yeah, the that's stuff that's... of Tony's. There, I figured it was his shirt, which
0: of made me sad. Yeah, I was going to go with the Ultron Metal face
1: thing there, too, next. Mm-hmm. I actually like that in the older MCU movies, music played such a important part, but not as much, you know, to overwhelm everything. And they just had good music in those movies. I miss those good old days. And that's the end of that anecdote. And that's another. But in regards to uh, one of the Easter eggs that you may or may not have noticed, there is a QR code in the episode. And when you see it, you end up uh, scanning it on your phone, and you get access to She-Hulk num- or Savage She-Hulk number one to read on your phone or tablet or what have you. Oh, did not know that. So now, and they've oh, been okay. doing that in all these uh, shows now because it's a nice way to show respect to you know what you're watching, and also the whole element of this is where it all comes from.
0: It's a marketing ploy to get you to read comics. Well, oh no, shit! <laughs> it's, well, it's I,
1: I can see that. Yeah, or whatever. I'm, I'm get you interested, get you hooked. Well, I'm actually surprised that they went with something that's you know a one and done issue, as opposed to like, here you go, here is you know like the Marvel "Love True Believers" line. Here's part one of a five part story where you have to buy the rest of the shit. Well, (laughs) enjoy your twenty five dollar paperback with five issues in it, (laughs) because that's not one of my gripes in comics nowadays. Uh, If we can get back to where we are in the episode, I wanted to
0: know does it matter too much that we see after the accident and. Jen hulks out. Then she wakes up in the woods, in the brush. It's night. She's alone and stumbles to the bar. Did it matter that we didn't know what happened to Bruce?
1: I hope you're know, fine.
0: It's, yeah, and we get the girl squad coming in. They help, and you know, another little Hulk out with the guys outside the bar. And then we, you do, we catch up to Bruce, and yeah, smart Bruce. Hulk in in Mexico, where I spent my time during the blip. He says interacting, uh. Inter, inter interfacing, interacting Hulk banner and that kind of thing.
1: And we see like a change in the Hulk character. A lot of, you know, the major grievance I've seen online in regards to this version of the Hulk over and over and over is he he's a wuss. He's not a good Hulk. He's this, he's that. And I'm not just saying that, you know, what I'm going to say as a defense because we are acquaintances with the gentleman. But I love Ruffalo's Hulk because it's a different portrayal of the character. And on top of that, you have that element of the comedic part of what Hulk is. And you'll hear, why can't Hulk just be Hulk? Well, read a comic book for once in your life, you know. Uh, It's not like, you know, the Hulk is going to run around in in, uh, pink bunny slippers. They would never do something like that in the comic books. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So
2: for that Lego set to come out oh
1: I would pay for that like, <laughs> that that is like one of those like I could imagine like the little bunny ears on the sides I was kind of wondering how long an
0: episode that we record with Matt goes until we get a Lego reference sorry oh, for-
2: sorry you don't get far with me <laughs> or mini, I could see them mini doing fig. a San Diego comic-con like exclusive minifigure. like that I could definitely see them doing that Was for that
0: Matt minifig Cascone. here's
1: another moniker for you I don't think Matt would want to be called a minifig. Well, you yeah. know. <laughs> Matt is the deluxe edition. Deluxe fig. <laughs> yes. Fig. fig Fig. Fig Newton.
0: And they don't endorse us either. But oh, anyway. those are delicious. They though. are. They are. Remember Absolutely. these have
1: Apple ones? Yes. I never had those. I always wanted to try them. I'd see them in the pages of the comic books, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, of course. Where else would you find them? In your local grocery store or a landfill. they
2: a landfill.
0: With maybe a long shelf life, like a twin. Probably not. Know. Oh, good. Okay, that's fine. So again, the tiny beach house lab built uh, a few years ago by Tony Stark. The conversation where, where uh, Bruce says, "Yes, it was a Secorian class A courier craft." Is preceded by Jen saying, "Did we hit a spaceship?"
1: He says, "Yeah," but I don't think we actually saw that technically happen. And I love how in later in the episode, Hulk talks about how you get used to this kind of weird stuff. Like yeah, it. it that's what the Hulk's life is now. You're not going to go back to being a lawyer. And, like, how matter-of-factly and calmly he goes, yeah, we hit a spaceship. It's like, it, do you know what you're saying right now? Yeah, exactly. Like, the when he, he, he
0: infers right away that, oh, well, now you have this power, so now you have to be a superhero. Yeah. And
1: uh, this is how, you know, Jen will prove him somewhat wrong. And that's why, like, what I really love about the Hulk character is, when I hear, you know, hardcore fanboys going on saying, you know, bitching and kvetching about him having a humorous part to him or this or that, read the comics where you're seeing him go on weird, wacky adventures into the, you know, the Crossroads storyline or when he he dies and becomes, you know, himself again or he becomes a mafia or, a, you know, the what's, you know, Joe Fix It where he's like he's a Vegas uh, cleaner. You know, it's like you're seeing him breaking kneecaps because somebody, you know, owed money on, you know, Blackjack. It's mm-hmm. like this is that character. He can do whatever he wants, and you can do as many goofy storylines as you
2: want. I got one for you. In high school, there was a Defenders miniseries that came out. In issue one, I literally bought it because Hulk is picking his nose like, on the cover. Like, not hardcore, but like he's definitely got, like obviously he's got an itch that he needs to scratch.
1: My favorite thing with the Hulk, my favorite Hulk line in the comics ever is... Uh, Hulk want Freddie Prince Jr. in the uh, Ultimates by Mark Mo- uh, Miller. So, and he re- like it's literally him trying to kill Freddie Prince Jr. because uh, I think Betty Ross is uh, now seeing Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> uh-huh. the early two thousands were a very interesting time, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, okay, especially in comical books. But it's very cool to see you know the uh, the relationship that Hulk and she- you know Shulky have in this story. And to see her getting taught the ropes, you know, he's showing her the ropes of what it is to be a Hulk.
0: Teach me how to Hulk,
1: please. Yeah. And by the way, uh, one other line that Hulk had in the episode that really got me was just the simplicity of, bruh, I was (laughs) dying. Because I'm like, wow, bruh made its debut in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How long until we get dead ass? So I thought you
0: were going to say dialectical behavioral therapy or something. Either we'll
1: get dead ass or we'll get uh, for real no cap. Uh, Who (laughs) knows what adventures will come into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Now that you said that, maybe
2: Mm -hmm. We did. That was bad.
1: Yes, it was. But but the the Hulk's bra worked perfect.
0: Well, preceded by by Endgame sitting at the diner where we first saw the combination, the best of both worlds, and he's like, dab
1: yeah <laughs> like it, it's it's such a cringy line, but it works because of how goofy it is. That actually does work. It's mm-hmm. again just I really don't want to see like the Hulk doing the Fortnite flossing dance. Like,
2: but I think I think him saying Dab was better than Luke Cage actually dabbing like that was that was already like a year <laughs> too late to Dab.
1: It's never too late to dab Matt.
2: On television, it was a year too late to be dabbing. You know? <laughs> okay.
0: but if you're like me, way behind in watching stuff, it's all out of whack. Now, how about the fight sequence? It
2: was fun. I liked it.
0: That was just you know, it was a it was great. You needed you know they needed to get the stress, the tension out against each other and so on. Not that it was really really personal, but they were trying to make each other understand where they were coming from, how they were feeling.
1: You know, all the above. It was great. I loved seeing the training. I loved seeing how she quickly picked it up and yet again, another corner of the internet, bitch moan and kvetched and a certain uh, expression was used. And you got to realize, ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't like dwelling on the negative, but here we are. But in mm-hmm. regards to uh, her easily picking it up, sometimes people can pick up a talent or a trade pretty quickly. Eddie, you've seen that yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yep. like what's something that you know you were tr- learning how to do, and you were more of a natural at it than other people that you might know.
0: Oh, it's got to be something related to to working in radio. Go for it. After a while, that
1: kind of thing. But you know, you Just you were taught on, that, yeah. and it was easy. You learned it like that. Yeah, and with Eddie, a lot of you're, things, you're a Gary Stu, Eddie. You're a <laughs> Gary Stu, not a Mary Sue like they're saying about She Hulk. You're a Gary Stu, Eddie, the Gary Stu Wilson. <laughs> Great. And if you're not aware of what a Mary Sue is, you're lucky. But
2: you're too young for the uh, show. Uh, kidding.
1: It, oh no, no it's it's fine to not even know. Lucky, like just be lucky. Live life. Like it's like learning who Chris Chan is. Like you don't want to know. <laughs> so, Matt, do you know who Chris Chan is?
2: Chris Chan, no. I, like, good,
1: sounds- good. Never know, ever, ever. And ladies and gentlemen, listening at home,
2: is that an actor? Active-
1: we're going to drop this now, <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> but be sure to never Google what a Mary Sue is and what Chris Chan is. So enjoy your day, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Okay, but... so so now that we're up to speed, Jen says she never has to be a Hulk. And in the courtroom, boom, the wall caves in, explodes. And the and... Kool-Aid man arrives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Kool-Aid back in the day. you kidding me?
1: And the Hawaiian Punch fruit juicy character? Hawaiian Punch got terrible over the years. Well, yes, like, it doesn't taste like what it used to, and yes. it's not like the whole like sugar substitute thing. Well, really? I'm gonna go back to my standby, which was the green Ecto Cooler. Ah, yeah, I see. Let's shout out to friend of the show horror movie barbecue Chad Young. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I miss uh, Ecto Cooler and the fact that they didn't bring it back for this uh, recent Ghostbusters. Um, I mean, all the way they did bring it back, but like it's a limited prize thing for social yeah. media influencers, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, cool. You got it because you have followers.
2: When you Say again. When are you guys getting yours then? <laughs> Don't know.
0: Who knows? Get another methods media. You can get it as a, probably a, a patch or your clothes. A, a scented candle. A, a magnet for your refrigerator. They have
1: scented candles, I'm sure. And they, they smell like it, apparently. I believe it. I'm going to buy you one, Eddie. Don't get too close to it if it's lit because it's not going to be the same. Oh, no. Michael Jackson's back.
0: Yeah, stop. <laughs> 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 All right, so in the courtroom, we're tossing benches and a one punch KO to the character who we find out because I didn't recognize yeah, her in I those was uh, ask. that outfit. was Titania. That's neat. Yeah, I'm like Marge Simpson with the potatoes.
1: That's neat.
0: But her outfit is just be betr- you know I I couldn't recognize who she was in that uh, that
1: different kind of a garb. She might have been going to a fancy show. I don't know. I love seeing villains like that character in the show though because it shows. You have like a, such a wide spectrum of kind of characters that you see in the MCU. You have a Thanos as a villain. You have a uh, shocker, Electro. Who else do you got? You got Red Skull, jobbers like Titania. It's it's nice to see. And maybe that's why. Because that's the only person I could think of that would do that,
0: have the ability to do that. But then, like I said, the way she was dressed was different than what I've seen before. And who the hell are you is asked of Jen. And she says jennifer walters attorney at law slight that's, twist such, a, that's on, such a gangster line
1: yeah, it's slight twist on she hulk attorney at law for the show title so you know and in regards to uh you know seeing her in the courtroom and one of the comments made about this show recently was you know one of the writers had said to the effect of i believe uh we don't really have a lot of courtroom scenes for this because we really didn't know how to write them properly and somebody goes, wow, that's a really terrible thing to publicly admit the week. Better call Saul ends. So it's it's like one of those, like, yeah, sorry to hear that. No, I can't talk to that. But but in regards yeah, to that. Th- also
2: had Daredevil to pick up on. I mean, oh, man, it's, it's kind of a terrible excuse in my
1: opinion. My favorite thing with the discourse also with uh, Daredevil that's been getting made a laugh is that whole element of he's got to be dark and serious. Yeah, because, you know, he didn't come into a comic once wearing a sweatshirt saying, I'm not Daredevil. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you can do... Like, I really don't like when there are the hardcore fans that will gatekeep a character and say, no, you can only do this character this way, this way, or this way. It's like, no. You don't own that intellectual property, so it doesn't matter. Why would you care, you know, what this person's doing with the character? At the end of the day, there's there's all these different interpretations. And yes, while it's the same actor playing Matt Murdock, it doesn't matter. It'll still, You can still go back to the older stuff, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to, like... It's not going to be like HBO Max where they uh, remove almost all of their content stupidly.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's funny because it's like we've already gotten quite a bit of Daredevil in a style that's dark and gritty and that people seem to enjoy. But after watching this first episode of she I thought it was great, and like the humor I thought was solid. So even though I'm accustomed to seeing Daredevil dark and gritty, I'm open to the idea of seeing him in something more lighthearted. And, you know, again, like you said, we can always go back to, you know, what, what, you know, he's known for. I'm looking forward to seeing this interpretation of the character.
1: I think it's going to be cool because, like, you know, the other comment made of, you know, how could you bring him into something humorous? Easy. They do it with Batman every month when he shows up in, you know, a comedy title. Like, you know, it's one of those, like, you can do it. Like, he was a part of Justice League International where it's like, he literally, you know, punched Guy Rayner in the face or Guy Gardner in the face, and it's like I punched him in the face. <laughs> Bye, guys. And that's it. No, I I forgot how the issue went. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, of
0: course, towards the end of the episode we get uh Jen's coworker there, Nikki saying, Okay, do your thing when Titania busted up the courtroom. I love that. It was like a coach. And you know, save the shoes, step out of the shoes and it's like, Oh man, I really like this outfit, she says. And then finally at the end of it, the last line. I'm ready to give
1: my closing argument now. Do you think that's gonna be her catchphrase? Uh before she punches somebody in the head. My closing argument. No BAM. No, I don't think so. Just for
0: this one it worked very well. It did. And like In the mid credit scene, let's go there now. Well we already did. We go back again. Captain America. is up ass, on the board. Yes. Captain America, Virgin, question mark. And then oh in the in the actual um I love the end credit sequence. The end credit sequence, the style, the art, how that, that brush effect. I'm not sure how that is. I've seen that before, probably in a Spider-Man movie, I think, at the end of that. Yeah,
1: Spider-Man. Uh,
2: Maybe Marvel, yeah. I definitely didn't want to skip over the, the mid-credits. The mid credits. Those are fun.
0: Very, yeah. And I think from friend of the show, Trey Stone, having said that this rates up there with WandaVision and Ms. Marvel, at least for the first episode, Said that um, maybe uh, for at least for the first four episodes there will be
1: a mid credit scene. Oh wow! I would love to see like you know they acknowledge like they don't do a mid credit scene in one episode and then they start the episode with like, sorry we forgot to do a mid credit scene episode last one so uh, sorry. (laughs) But I think part of the uh, credits that unfold
0: has a scene of um, being on the beach barbells you see a sign that says venice to me it reminded me of a uh, poster that i'd gotten quite a while ago that was i thought a throwback in that sense that joe jesco did of she-hulk laying on the beach in front of uh, muscle beach and you know members only but she's benching however many pounds with one arm and i thought that was a kind of cool thing
1: and you know somebody had also talked about how if we're seeing more of uh, ruffalo's hulk in this show There is a big possibility, because didn't he mention seeing a psychiatrist or a psychologist? I think a psychiatrist. Yeah, 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 no. Yes, a doctor. And we know who his doctor is. Strange. No, Leonard Sampson. Oh, yes, 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 comic book-wise. So there is a big possibility Mm -hmm. that character is making his debut in the MCU, and I really, really hope we can get more of the Hulk-verse of characters, because... There's so many great characters and so many great stories that are still untapped, you know?
2: Um, We don't know what the heck's going on with Rick Jones and uh, Ben Ross. (laughs) Are they still together?
1: Oh, come on. I was trying to do the who. Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. 281-330-8004. That number doesn't work anymore. Just a heads up. Good to know. Oh,
0: I never tried it. Oh, well.
2: You were talking about those those uh those animations at the end. It looked like maybe we're seeing like future installments of episodes. Like you saw her on the be on the Muscle Beach, you saw her at her desk. She definitely had like a shield, uh, like folder. And then what was most important, most interesting to me, it looked like she was having dinner with her family. And I'm like, are we gonna find out who Ched is? Do, do, do you remember the the scene in the beginning where Mark Ruffalo? Um, he mentioned their other family member who's a genius, Chad.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember beyond the, you know, the episode that that character's not coming to mind. Well, then again, I've got I've got the John Byrne runner She-Hulk to catch up to through. Again, so.
2: It's all right. Truth be told, I did watch the episode twice, and, like, one, the second time was only an hour ago. So it's, like, very fresh in my mind. Uh,
0: yeah, I wanted to try and get a second watch, in, it
1: just didn't happen. But it will when I watch it with my wife. I think it's funny that they uh this show is one of those where I do want to go for a second viewing, like instantaneously kind of, because there are jokes I want to see what I missed, what I you know just the certain lines too that I've heard. Like I I like hearing the lines again, you know?
2: Yeah, like I said, there's definitely things I picked up on. Like the Led Zeppelin t shirt was probably the biggest thing that I noticed the second time around.
1: Mm-hmm. No, she's she's she hulk not thing. <laughs>
0: And and what was the other uh, thing when there was
1: another thing? What?
0: She didn't. A she thing wasn't thing. called. She wasn't called the thing. She
1: I know who I know who you're talking about. I just don't know the character's name. No, but she didn't have a title. It was just. It wasn't thing lady thing. It wasn't Ms. It Wasn't. <laughs> <anything> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, Jack. I don't think we should call this character Lady Thing. <laughs> I just I I don't think it's gonna work. Stanley, Sport. we haven't been working for that company in years. Well, I have. You <laughs> haven't. <laughs> oh. Uh, I like the different uh,
0: designation or recognition in the credits of special guest star Mark Ruffalo.
1: He's very special. I, yeah,
0: you know. Thank you for being a Hulk.
1: Hulk. He- Travel down the road and sulk again.
0: <sighs> we will never update the sad piano music. My of pants the aren't
1: TV. blue. <laughs> <laughs> They're purple, and I tore them
0: too that's the end of that story because you know Peter loves stories thank you for
1: being a Hulk episode one all green thumbs up overall I love the episode I thought it was again it was a good time and it's a nice like we're off to a good start just keep telling me a good story let's see what happens and my my biggest takeaway by the way she's got good hair when she turns into the Hulk like <laughs> that hair is like you know luminous she does a good job with that so good job Shulky styling well She's styling and profiling. <laughs> she right. just doesn't pass out twice in you know fifteen minutes. Ric Flair reference. Ha ha ha. Oh oh okay. Don't worry. It's you don't need to hear that. He's dumb. I agree. Woo. I don't need to hear that again. Whee! Good. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this episode up. Matt, thank you once again for joining us on the program.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here.
1: And of course, as we will find out,
0: like the uh, opening, the synopsis of the show says. An attorney specializing in superhuman cases.
1: Hyperhuman?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what I meant. (laughs) No, no, I don't, Eddie. Navigates life as a
1: single green six-foot-seven-inch hulk. All right, Hulkamaniacs, we will see you next week for Legal Counsel, a She-Hulk Attorney at Law podcast. For The Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick.
2: I'm Matt Cascone. And
0: I'm Eddie Wilson. Case dismissed.